Looking to stand out from the pack at your first job? When you earn a master's in management from Georgetown, you'll gain the skills employers value most, elevating your career prospects for years to come. Get started at choosegeorgetown.com slash MIM. Welcome to the Smart Driving Cars podcast. I'm Fred Fishkin, and once again, I'm joined by the Faculty Chair of Autonomous Vehicle Engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Thanks for joining us again, Alan. Happy to be here, Fred. And we're talking about some of the latest developments in the world of smart driving cars, autonomous vehicles. And at the top of our list this week is U.S. Senators announced deal on self-driving car legislation. Good news? Well, it's it's always good news to have agreement in Washington. It, it's such rare to have that kind of news. And uh, for the most part, this is uh, the kind of uh, legislation that they're agreeing on is really uh, excellent because um, I see it as uh, instead of restricting the the industry or in the evolution of this industry, it really uh, almost is a welcome mat. Uh, to uh, an appropriate uh, evolution and revolution in this industry, uh, but the only uh, little I knew there flying... was a button coming. <laughs> yeah, yes, but the the but is that there's a little fly in the ointment. Is is that um, originally the 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 House version put a restriction in the in their form form of the legislation. Uh, that uh, this should be done only with vehicles under 10,000 pounds, which means it really uh, precludes uh, the technology to evolve uh, in uh, for trucks. And the Senate version had no such restriction, but now the Senate version seems to have uh, waffled and uh, and gone with the House. And to me, that's unfortunate. This is, you know, this the major part of this legislation is focused on safety. And uh, one of the most unsafe occupations is truck driving, um, even more unsafe than than coal mining. And it just, it, it, I just don't understand how how you know the Teamsters and so on have, uh, have in a sense, I guess uh, they're they, they're the ones that are that have lobbied uh, to uh, having this exclusion because they they fear that somehow. Uh, this is going to take away a truck driving job, and and um, it, that's just not so. Uh, uh, not, it'll be a very long time before uh, we have trucks uh, on our nation's interstate highways uh, driving around without without drivers. Um, and it's a shame that those drivers out there aren't going to benefit sooner from the safety that this technology. Um, is is going to is going to deliver, and uh, so I've I've said many times that I think OSHA should be in here, um, uh, arguing that in fact it should inc- improve uh, be in trucks to simply to improve the the uh, the workplace uh, and and the occupational safety of that workplace of truck driving, and that's done through this technology. So I think it's slightly misguided that, that, um, that in fact, uh, this legislation is going to sort of slow things down for the community that needs the most help. So it would be, in your eyes, really unfortunate irony that the union gets involved 
in an issue discouraging something which could protect its members. You said it better than I said it, Fred. You always do. <laughs> On to another topic here. Cadillac is going coast to coast with a, a Super Cruise hands-free CT6. Is something cool that we should be watching? I think so. I think that, you know, uh, GM is jumping into this self-driving world and is providing a, a system that, uh, from what I've been able to see so far, is I think a really well-thought-out, well-designed system of uh, of allowing uh, for uh, uh, providing an enormous amount of comfort and convenience uh, in long drives. And so uh, I think it's, uh, it's you know, somehow, uh, you know, a little bit of a publicity stunt and so on uh, for them. But uh, but I think it's, uh, it's this is a good one. And it's one that's uh, uh, being done with uh, what is about to be available, you know, before the end of the year, supposedly, uh, in Cadillac dealerships that we're going to be able to buy. So... Um, I think it's a good one. So a, a quick uh, overview from from what you know of it. What is Super Cruise? How is it different? Well, I think uh, that Super Cruise is, is apparently allowing you to take your hands off the wheel and feet off the pedals on, on major segments of the uh, interstate highway system that they have mapped uh, in uh, good weather conditions. And, um, and so while that's not everywhere and that's not all the time, it is a lot of the wares and a lot of the times. So that, uh, in a sense, this is going to really be valuable. So for example, in my car now, I can let go of the steering wheel in some places, but then I have to grab it in seven seconds. So really it's not doing me any good. You know, I still have to have my hands on the steering wheel and, this one apparently allows you to take your hands off uh, uh, for some amount of time, uh, more than seven seconds. And the way they, they've implemented this is uh, they'll let you do this as long as you behave. And, uh, and they define behave as uh, keeping your eyes on the road, at least, um, you know, for... Um, most of the, for long periods of time or not taking your eyes off the road for, you know, something like seven seconds. I'm not sure exactly what the performance is in there. And so as long as you uh, pay it some kind of attention to the road ahead, uh, then it's going to let you take your hands off the wheel and, and feed off the brakes. So, you know, you're sitting in the car looking forward, um, uh, you can be looking sort of around and enjoying the scenery. Um, but as long as you, uh, you know, take a peek at the road ahead, they're going to let you do this. If you don't, I think they, 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 the way that they've implemented it is that they, they'll, they'll say pay attention and we'll come back and, 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 uh, and warn you to pay attention. And if you don't, the car will stop and, uh, call. I think it'll just uh, call uh, out to have somebody come and rescue you. So I guess you'll only do that once, and then you'll be so embarrassed that you decide, okay, I'll I'll behave, 
and I'll take advantage of this uh, uh, comfort and convenience and use it properly. So no Netflix or, or Kindle reader in, <laughs> behind the door. Uh, I mean, you know, you're, I guess I'll let you be goofy or you'll be goofy once, but, but you won't do it again. Uh, at, because you're going to pay a lot for this if, if you buy it. Right? This is not a, a cheap option. Um, well, it's it looks like it's it's only available on a little bit more expensive vehicles, and if you go through the the, the configurator on online, which is very not so easy to go through, it looks like it costs five thousand uh, dollars. But I think um, I think it's well priced. I think a lot of people will buy it. Um, I think uh, there's 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 at least five thousand dollars worth of safety features on top of it. And I think if you if you keep the car uh, even for maybe three years or something or or, or a little bit more than that, I think uh, the the safety implications on you if you're um, if you're uh, maybe a, you know an okay driver. I think are substantial, and I uh, so um, uh, I think it's it's not too badly priced. So you can't wait to get to a dealership and take a no hands test drive kind of thing. Absolutely, I can't wait. I want to go. I mean, um, although you know, I need a new car like I need a whatever, but whatever. <laughs> well, another car maker, Toyota, is also. Uh, making some headway here as well. Give us a little overview of what, what the news is there. Yeah, I think Toyota's out there really trying to uh, move the ball ahead uh, with their with their research unit, and they have, uh, they've equipped it with some new LiDARs and so on that uh, have, may have the opportunity to, to be substantially less expensive to put on there and to provide an opportunity for at least this uh, the self-driving capability to uh, extend the, even beyond what the Cadillac CT6 is going to is going to offer, and so it's it's part of um, you know everybody trying to leapfrog the other and, and move the ball along. So I think that that's you know they're making some progress. It's nice to see. Interesting. Now Tesla, which has been out there for some time, uh, building smart driving technology into into vehicles almost from the beginning i suppose has just announced that they're switching from nvidia to intel for their infotainment systems explain that to us what that means and uh is it really bad news for nvidia like maybe some stockholders assume well um it's it's really um it seems that that the, there's the switch that's been announced is really on the on the infotainment system and not on the on the uh, autopilot system uh but then one wonders or or is one going to have you know not two uh let's say nvidia uh styled uh, computers um in the vehicle uh, one to do the infotainment and one to do the the uh the automated driving and um i think it's it's that's a result of uh, of um uh, well maybe uh, uh that intel bought mobileye and uh, what tesla originally started with were was mobileye's um uh computing uh, hardware to do their their um uh self driving and then, you know, really after the uh, Florida crash, 
uh, switched to um, NVIDIA, and now the pendulum may be moving back to Intel, and it seems that the two of them are sitting there going back and forth, you know, competing for that customer. And I guess, um, you know, competition's good. So um, uh, maybe um, everybody's uh, boat will be raised in that uh, rising water. And Intel, uh, which is known as the world's biggest chip maker, uh, really has been making a big push when it comes to getting into cars, right? Well, they, uh, they've realized that they, that maybe there's a business out there and a real business that they should be in. And, you know, who's ahead, uh, Nvidia or Intel and so on. I think a lot of people weigh into that. Uh, seemed as if, uh, Nvidia leapfrogged them, but, you know, that's, that's what's kept Moore's law going that, uh, the, all those industries, um, and the chip industries keep leapfrogging each other. And apparently, it seems like we all get better and better and better. So um, welcome to the leapfrog competition. Well, Uber has certainly been a company much talked about when it comes to the world of smart driving cars and the future of autonomous vehicles. But they have suffered a a pretty serious setback here, getting booted out of London. Tell us what your take is. Well, uh, you get booted out of, uh, you know, one of the world's premier cities. Um, uh, that's a major blow. It's one thing to, uh, you know, get booted out of, out of China because of, um, of a, uh, a Chinese competitor. That's, uh, you know, it's, that's somewhat understanding, but, uh, the getting booted out of London just for misbehavior, um, seems to be, um, you know, something that should have been, could be easily avoided. And one would have, would have thought that in some sense, um, you know, uh, uh, Uber should have evolved from being a spoiled child or something like that. And, um, and, uh, been more better behaved. And I think that, um, that really what's, what's happened as a result, uh, of this, it, it, that really shook them up. And it seems as if uh, they're really trying to turn a corner now, at least uh, in the response in the last few days, it's been instead of, um, you know, stomping their feet and throwing a tantrum about it, uh, they may have realized that, uh, my goodness, uh, it's time for us to behave. And uh, Uber's competitor, or one of their competitors, Lyft, has some news too. They're They're working with Ford. Tell us, uh, tell us what's going on there. Well, uh, I guess that, the, you know, it's, you know, Ford, the announcement is that, is that Ford by 20, in 2021 will supply a large number of, uh, driverless vehicles for Lyft. Um, and, um, uh, okay, um, um, you know, 2021 is, um, I, it's, it's right around the corner, but it's, you know, it's, I, it, I don't know how many smart driving car years that happens to be, you know, smart car driving car years are almost six months in duration in, in terms of uh, how rapidly, uh, you know, things are moving. So that's an announcement for some time in the future. Uh, I just, I, I think that a, a the, the better announcement was a few weeks ago, at least made by Cruise Automation, 
that in fact um, uh, General Motors was out there and had revamped one of its uh, assembly plants uh, to manufacture uh, driverless vehicles, at least on the on the hardware side. Uh, that means putting uh, and 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 creating vehicles that have uh, the mechanical and electronic redundancies that one is going to really need in these vehicles uh, if, in fact, uh, one is, is going to seriously consider um, having them be driverless. And um, unfortunately, the, at least what I was able to read about this uh, about this Ford announcement, um, I didn't get that, in fact, um, Ford was going uh, that far uh, to produce um uh large uh, large volume of driverless vehicles uh maybe that is in the in the fine in the, in the fine print that I didn't get to see on this uh, but if it isn't uh, to me that the, the GM cruise announcement is 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 much stronger than in this particular announcement by Ford you know we we've seen a lot of uh speculation over the years that maybe Apple was going to get into the the car business and and uh and others and then along comes an announcement that James Dyson is getting into the electric car business does that take you by surprise <laughs> I think I was I thought I I was reading an onion uh, you know article or something I've been fooled by the onion before but apparently this isn't an onion so um um uh, I, I, why not? In a sense, uh, I mean, uh, he revolutionized vacuum cleaning, so um, maybe he can revolutionize mobility too. Um, now, a lot of his focus, if you think about it, has been on the motors that that are the electric motors in those vacuums. So maybe there is some correlation here. Yeah, and and the announcement was really not about you know driverless or self-driving cars. It was it was only about producing only I put in quotes of but it's a major announcement about producing uh, electric vehicles and uh, electric powered vehicles. And yes, uh, uh, that that does make some sense. And you know, in a sense, you know, who would have thought Elon Musk was going to create a Tesla and be, you know, at least. Uh, uh, create the following that he's created to um, make the you know Tesla be a serious competitor uh, to Detroit and, and create really the the first new car company of any size and you know who knows how many years. So um, it it may very well be that this is this is part uh, of the um, um, the technological revolution that that is happening here. Uh, that in fact, um, you know, outsiders, disruptors, uh, certainly Dyson's been a disruptor in at least one industry. Um, uh, he can be a disruptor in another. And in a sense, you know, Elon Musk was a disruptor in PayPal and took that and as being a disrupt, disruptor in a lot of places. I mean, I don't know if, you know, necessarily Hyperloop's going to do it, but, you know, a lot of other places and, um, Welcome to the to the process. And maybe, just maybe, he'll really clean up. <laughs> well, that, well put, Fred. Well, that's it for this edition of the Smart Driving Cars podcast. Find us at smartdrivingcar.com and look for my tech reports at textination.com. Thanks for listening.